All right, welcome back. Next Celtics game is today, Sunday at 3.30 Eastern on NBA TV. Just uh, saw reports the LA Clippers have just waived a starting point guard. Well, he used to be a starting point guard for most teams he played for. Just waived point guard Isaiah Thomas um, from the Clippers. Big, big news. I mean, I I wasn't a fan of Isaiah back when he was a Boston Celtic, simply because I knew that his his level of production easily could have been replicated with someone else. And and to me, he was just pretty much a product of the system and uh, greatly benefited from Brad Stevens and also supporting cast of Jalen Brown at the time. Um, and, and then now, as the team has matured, you can see that you know, even without IT, it wasn't really his production that caused the success of the Celtics prior. Um, but moving forward, I do would like to say that if the Celtics were to take a look at Isaiah Thomas or even think about signing him, I would be totally on board with that one. To me, it's exactly probably what could be addressed as far as like having a six man. A few times before, I've mentioned that some of the weaknesses that I feel as if the Celtics have this year is just that it's just not enough scoring to go around on the bench. We have uh, three starters who are averaging 20 points or more. That's Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Kemba Walker. And then you also add in uh, Gordon Hayward, who's averaging 15 plus. That's a lot of scoring from four guys. And and not to say that they can't do it. And I, I don't have any... Um, you know, apprehensions as far as their capabilities of doing it. But once you get into the postseason, that's when I'm going to start to be like, you know, what if there are nights where, you know, our starters just doesn't have it or we need that extra push from a bench guy, you know, early in a second quarter game and we're down 10 and, you know, Isaiah hits a couple threes. That's the type of production that I feel like the Celtics are kind of missing. Um, And it's not that we don't have it. It's just that our team is very young and it would be a little bit wrong to expect them to, you know, come through in the clutch like a Brad Wanamaker or even a Grant Williams. You know, those are the guys you're ending up leaning on to kind of make a play. And I wouldn't want to do that early on in their career. And to me, having Isaiah Thomas back would be beneficial on the court. But the caveat to that is. The NBA is more about more than just about the the play on the court. You know, players are a little bit more sensitive now and team chemistry and all the likes. I mean, one example is just one guy, Kyrie Irving, you know, comes into the Celtics and pretty much just, you know, the mood, the mood and morale of the Celtics just shifted. And by the time that he left and, and as little as two years, um, the Celtics went over pretty much a huge overhaul as far as like what their team identity was um so that is the only question mark i would have for isaiah um potentially uh joining the celtics is is just that it's just simply you know his whether he would mesh in whether he would push back as far as you know like trying to be a start <laughs> i couldn't imagine that but trying to be a starter Um, Or just not happy with the amount of minutes and when he's playing. But I don't know. He's the perfect kind of gimmick, leprechaun, six-man type of player that would be lovely to win a title with. And then when you think about the trade that the Houston Rockets just had, you know, releasing. I shouldn't say releasing, but uh, trading away Clint Capella over to the Atlanta Hawks. Kind of like foregoing the big man. I don't think that the Celtics should do that. 
But it would be nice to see us kind of play fiddle to that and just sign IT and see what happens. I mean, the the worst that you can do, the worst that can happen in the and you know, worst case scenario, you just release them immediately. Sign them to a nice little th- little deal um, to end the year. And tell them, you know, like, if the, all things works out, you know, maybe you're looking at a, a mid-level exception coming into next season if everything works out. And, hey, and by the end of it, you know, maybe you'll get a larger contract with another team. But looking at signing Isaiah Thomas would not be bad to me. I think that that would be uh, rather good for Danny Ainge to consider. And I know he's going to consider it. And I don't even doubt that Danny Ainge will not consider it only because he Ainge is he's a good GM. He, he, he looks at all creeks and every hole and you know he's going to look at everything and and see, analyze what is the best option uh for the Celtics. Most owners wouldn't have the balls and the guts to you know let Kyrie Irving walk and then you know just have the audacity to even go to another superstar like Kemba Walker. You know, most GMs are going to kind of beg Kyrie to come back, beg him to come back and if he doesn't then just talk trash about him. I mean, that's usually how it goes when huge players like a guy like Kyrie leaves the Celtics. But when you have a stable general manager in Ainge, um, you know, he gets the job done. He gets the job done. But our Celtics are 36 and 15. Today we played the Oklahoma City Thunder. I am very excited to watch this one. Um, Oklahoma City uh, sleeper team this year, uh, but they do have my favorite point guard, uh, Chris Paul. Great with ball handling. I mean, if you guys are into basketball or into training, with ball handling, Chris Paul to me is a wonder to watch. I mean, Kemba Walker's good, but Chris Paul, that's like next level point guard as far as understanding pace of play, picking rolls, picking pops. You have uh, even his pivot action, reverse pivots, back pivots, you know, pivots, um, you know, pivots up the other way. I mean, his ability to just read the defense and just. Make sure that he's he's exactly where he needs to be, and then find set, finding and then setting up teammates uh, for beautiful opportunities. Chris Paul. So I'm definitely gonna watch today's game. The Thunder have surprised a lot of people, as, as I've alluded to. Shea Gilders Alexander, Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Stephen Adams. I mean, their team is definitely a playoff team in the West. Uh, so this should be a good matchup today. Um, I, w- I do expect our Celtics to get a win, but I will say this. If we do not come up to play, the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be ready to win this one. This is in Oklahoma City, a road game for our Cs. Usually, I like to say we play up or down to the level of competition. This game is going to be a very competitive game. This is a- definitely going to play up to the competition today. But whether or not we, see- we eke out a win or not is going to be based on the play, like I said, the play of our top three to four guys. That includes Gordon Hayward. And that's simply because we're just not that deep. We need Kemba, Jalen Brown, Tatum, or Hayward to all, like at least two of them have big nights for us to even contain most nights. But if we can get three or four, that's when it's like, you know, easy seize victory. And for the most part, we've been playing particularly well this year, so I cannot complain. 36 and 15. I initially had our Celtics win in 60 games, but it doesn't look likely. Um, that that's going to happen, but we're slated for about like a mid-50s ending is what I'm looking at. Probably about like 54 and 28 or 55 and 27 record, but let's keep up the winning. I'm trying not to upload too much because we've been on a winning streak, and I feel as if if I'm too critical about these wins, am I like, (laughs) you know, am I like jinxing them? So 
I'm going to upload this uh, segment today. Hopefully we get a win. If we do, I'll upload another one. Thank you.